0: A funeral home owner is arrested after a corpse lay inside a hearse for two years. Missouri law says that pregnant women cannot get divorced. And a man was arrested for trying to buy a Porsche with a $78 million check. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the vast galaxy. A funeral home director is arrested after a corpse lay in a hearse for two years. Some people forget and leave the stove on. This guy forgets that there's a dead body in a car for 2 years. <laughs> maybe he had a reason to leave the the body in the car. Perhaps the family of the deceased stiffed him on the funerary payments, you know. Maybe they were buried under all kinds of debt, you know. We need to we need to dig out the rest of this story. Guys, the puns, the the dead body puns that I'm doing at the top of this episode. I mean, come on, are you gonna get better dead body puns than this? No, and inside a closet no less. <laughs> I mean, what a loser I am. This story's out of the state of Colorado which has questionable funeral home procedures, it sounds like. Funeral home owner is accused of keeping a woman's corp in the back of a hearse for two years. They use the word keeping as though it was on purpose. Maybe it was on purpose. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you would purposely leave a body inside a car. That's just going to ruin your car. From my understanding, hearses are pretty damn expensive. And you just ruin your hearse because... Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? Ooh, that smell. It's a corpse that's been in there for two years. <laughs> years? I, I don't know. I was trying to wrap up that song. and <laughs> Better than that. Uh, they're not all winners, guys. He's, I'll tell you right now, he's not going to be able to sell that hearse. Um, it's going to take a lot of air fresheners to clean that up. In addition to leaving the body in the back of a hearse for two years, this guy is accused of hoarding the cremated remains of 35 people. Hoarding the cremated remains? Why would you do such a thing? It just seems like bad business. My question is, uh, what did he give the families of those deceased if he's hoarding the actual cremated remains? You just... Dumped out some of his ashtrays into an, an urn and gave it to them. Uh, this guy's shady, shady Miles Harford is his name. 33-year-old. In his mugshot, he's he's smiling the smile of a psychopath. Are we sure that this is all he did with the bodies? He has the smile of someone who did more than this to the bodies. Uh, I'm going to keep reading, but I'm I'm afraid to do so. Um, This is the latest allegation of misconduct by Colorado funeral home owners. There's been a bunch of them, apparently. Uh, I guess the key takeaway here is don't die in Colorado if you can avoid it. They've discovered a string of uh, misconduct by funeral home owners that includes the the discovery of nearly 200 decomposing bodies in a bug-infested funeral home facility last year. I believe I covered that on the podcast. The horrifying fines have underscored the laxness of state funeral home regulations and pressed lawmakers to try to strengthen these funeral home laws. So uh, another thing to note, if you're going to die in Colorado because you don't have a choice, oftentimes we don't have a choice where we're going to die, donate your body to science because you don't want these funeral homes to get a hold of it. Who knows what's going to happen? This woman here was a a deceased 63-year-old and her body was discovered in the hearse during a court-ordered eviction search at this man's home. While searching the property, police opened the door of the hearse to a foul odor, seeing the outline of the human body seemingly strapped to the gurney and covered by blankets, according to the arrest affidavit. In addition, as I said earlier, they discovered hoarded cremains, which appear to be those of individuals who died from 2012 to 2021, uh, the funeral home has been closed since September of 2022. That explains why the corpse has been in there for two years. A warrant lists potential charges of abuse of a corpse, forgery of the death certificate, and theft of the money paid for the woman's cremation. This guy was just pocketing the money and bouncing from his funeral home operation. What a POS, guys. POS, you know what that stands for? It uh, stands for a piece of skata, for those of you who speak Greek. Any Greek listeners? Authorities were able to establish the identity of 18 of the individual cremains, thankfully. Police also discovered online reviews of the funeral home with a number of complaints. Families cited poor communication from the funeral home in giving back the remains of their loved ones. One family said they received ashes in an urn labeled with the wrong name. So there were some red flags on this particular funeral home, but it sounds like in Colorado, it's it's tough to crack down on such operations. You really got to have your ducks in order when you're running a funeral home. You can't exactly be, uh, what, what do they call those, procrastinators? <laughs> nah, that's not, that's not great as a job description, working at a funeral home. Man, I really got to get that corpse out of the car tomorrow. <laughs> Two years later, ah, you know, I seriously need to get that corpse out of the car tomorrow. It's, uh, I mean, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. At least this uh, maniac with the smiling mugshot didn't do any unsavory things with the bodies. That's the difference between a story out of Colorado and, and a story out of Florida. <laughs> a Missouri law says that a pregnant woman cannot get divorced. Uh, as America gets one step closer to Handmaid's Tale, am I right? <laughs> As it stands, Missouri judges can't legally finalize a divorce if a woman happens to be pregnant. There's other states with similar laws. Did you know that? This is all new to me. Uh, I've never gotten anybody pregnant, uh, and now I can't get anybody pregnant, thankfully. We have Texas, Arizona, Arkansas, in addition to Missouri. While a couple can still file for divorce in Missouri, the court must wait until after a woman gives birth in order to finalize child custody and child support. When it comes to domestic violence, unfortunately, there's no exceptions. Oh, this is where it gets ugly. Okay. So, you've been abused. Sorry, sorry, you're pregnant. You got to stick around. You got to take the child to term. Also, no abortions. No abortions, as you know. If conservatives were really to have their way, uh, they would love to turn the clock back to the days when women were just breeding house slaves. Am I right? (laughs) A woman can't be pregnant without an owner. Come on, now. We have a quote here from uh, a Democrat named Ashley. She says, it just doesn't make sense in 2024. Ashley is taking action, though. She's not just sitting on her fingers and complaining. She's not just writing uh, nasty things about this rule online. She introduced a bill that essentially says, pregnancy cannot prevent a judge from finalizing a divorce or a separation. She says, quote, I just want moms in difficult situations to get out of it if they need to. Now, Ashley admits that while the law was made with good intentions originally, such as making sure the children are taken care of, she feels it needs to be updated to reflect modern times. Yeah, I'd imagine many decades ago when the law was put into place, they just wanted to make sure that husbands couldn't abandon their pregnant wives. But now... Lifestyles have changed and, and evolved, and the laws should reflect that. And, and you, what we want is options. We just need options. As many choices as possible. This is the, this is the key. Choices, guys. Choices. And in a lot of these conservative communities, uh, they've done away with choices, it seems, which is very sad. What we uh, really want is uh, a choice for women who are in uh, undesirable situations to get out of such situations. And there is some data to back this up as far as women being abused while they're pregnant. A report from Missouri's Department of Health and Senior Services says out of 10,000 women surveyed between 2007 and 2014, about 5% were abused either before or during pregnancy, which equates to roughly 500 women. Now, I mean this kind of gives you a glimpse but I mean, it would be nice to have some updated stats. So many stats are really old and like how useful are they? I mean this is from 2007 to 2014. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> can we get uh can we get can we get some stats from like 3 years ago even? Man, data guys, it's not too hard. Now it says here Ashley's bill is a work in progress. And despite her passion to change the law, she said she doesn't feel hopeful it'll get to Governor Mike Parson's desk this session. Still, the Missouri Coalition Against Domestic and Sexual Violence considered it a top priority for them to ensure that women can get out of such situations if they need to. Yeah, There's really nothing funny about this story, guys. So sorry. I tried to think about what sort of humor I could insert into it. It's just a little sad, but I'm covering it anyways because I, I support progress for women in such places. As you know, yay! A man was arrested after trying to buy a Porsche with a $78 million check. Well, they're swinging for the fences, and then they're swinging for maximum security prison fences. (laughs) Stories out of Louisville, Kentucky. All right, where uh, there's a lot of missing brain cells. An Indiana man was arrested after he allegedly tried to buy a Porsche from a dealership with a $78 million check. And then he refused to leave when he was turned down. That's also funny. (laughs) Sir, this is ridiculous. Get out of here. No, no. You're discriminated against me because I'm a billionaire. (laughs) I don't understand how you try and buy a Porsche with a $78 million check. Obviously, the car doesn't cost $78 million. This guy's like, uh, well, I heard on the radio commercials all them car dealerships got that cash back option. So let's try this out. (laughs) He takes in a big check. I want the car, and can you just, just refund me the difference? Yes, yeah, sure. Let me check our petty cash, and let's see what we have. Oh, so sorry, sir. We only have $42 in petty cash. Will you accept $42 in a free air freshener? Who's this moron? It's uh, Connor James Litka, age 21, of Bloomington, Indiana. He walked into the St. Matthews Porsche dealership with a $78 million check in hopes of buying a new Porsche. When dealership employees refused to sell him the car, Allegedly, he walked around to the back entrance of the dealership, looking for car keys. Looking for car keys <laughs> what, behind the building? Do you think that's where they leave the car keys, sir? <sighs> wow, this guy's on some chemicals and is has a mental disability. Is my my hunch? Seventy-eight million dollar check. Why not just write a check for the exact amount of the Porsche and try to? At least you'll have a chance, bro. I'm not saying do this, but if you're gonna do it. <laughs> There's a better way to do it. It says here, Connor refused to leave until the dealership sold him the Porsche. Scared that he might do something reckless, employees called the police and he was arrested. I don't know what he expected. It says here, through the investigation, uh, the police found that Connor had attempted a similar thing the day before at a Land Rover dealership. He allegedly tried to buy a Land Rover with a $12 million check. <laughs> Oh, the $12 million check didn't work. He's like, you know what? Maybe I got to write a bigger check. <laughs> it's more believable if I come in with $78 million, then they'll really respect me. Um, did he try telling them that he was a Saudi prince without a bank account? <laughs> Trying to buy these cars that don't even cost a million dollars with multi-million dollar checks. This just sounds like the plot of a Trailer Park Boys episode, doesn't it? Now, our uh, brilliant boy, Connor, is facing one count of criminal trespass and one count of disorderly conduct only. Wow, no no charges in the fraud area, which I thought I would see. I guess because he didn't pull it off. I'm wondering, did they check his balance? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, we're, we're prejudging this boy, but maybe he does have $78 million in the checking account. And then it's just a case of him being horrible at, at making large purchases. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me. And I, uh, I appreciate all the messages I got over the weekend. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode. And thanks to everybody who sent me Florida Friday stories. It was a pretty good one. Uh, I'd like to get to a review that I just got this morning on Amazon. It's uh, from Mark. And he gave me one, one star Unfortunately, he wrote funny sometimes, not so funny other times, and I agree. I agree with Mark. It's funny sometimes, not so other times. But one star, bro, come on, one. He wrote it's okay, be better if he- okay. One star, one star isn't okay, Mark. So sorry, I don't. I think you need to reevaluate your um, your opinion slash star rating system. He says it's okay, be better if he just read the news with some funny commentary but tends to just go on and on, which turns to annoying. Had to drop it after his latest anti-police rant. Also, he's always railing on Floridians with Florida Friday. Ah, I know, it's kind of the point of Florida Friday, Mark. (laughs) What's with all this railing on Floridians on that Florida Friday episode? He should be celebrating Floridians on that Florida Friday episode, because that's funny. The good things that they do occasionally, that's funny. Wow, this guy's an idiot. And mark writes, uh, but him being in California and me from California myself, there's plenty of idiocy there in Florida to make fun of to fill every week. Yeah, so you agree. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with him. Florida's ridiculous. But he's always railing on Floridians. It doesn't make any sense. Although there's plenty of idiocy there. I agree. One star, one star, one star Mark. That's what they call me. I won't give more than one star, even if I kind of agree, even if it's okay. Wow, what a dummy. Please go away, Mark. Never listen to Weird AF News. Please, please. And good luck with your life, man. You need it. And now a lovely email from a young listener. Her name is Sasha. She said, I'm a 12-year-old with ADHD and in the gifted program, and your show is one of the few things that actually entertains and interests me for longer than 10 minutes. I found your show while I was looking through the options of podcasts on my phone's morning routine. And I already know that every morning I'm going to wake up and listen to this. Well, now you get to listen to a shout out to you, Sasha, for writing me this amazing email. It is so sweet and it really made me smile. I just want to thank you for reaching out to me. This made me feel good. This is why I do the podcast, man. This is exactly why I do the podcast. Continually surprised by people of all walks of life that seem to like it. You know, obviously not Mark, but we have here a 12-year-old with ADHD in in the gifted program and says this is the only thing that interests her for longer than 10 minutes. Isn't that amazing? I never thought anyone would say that about my podcast. See that? That's great. I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much, Sasha, for taking the time to write that. And I'm I'm constantly surprised when I learn that... um, uh, the youth enjoy my podcast, uh, so that's that's really cool, and I so appreciate that. If you guys want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Um, I'd love it if you said something nice to offset the negative reviews that I get. And please, if you want to leave a review, it would be awesome. Go to Amazon. You can leave a review there. Most people have an Amazon account. Just do a search for Weird AF News. Uh, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify, you can give it a thumbs up. You can't really write a review, but give, just give it a thumbs up. It only takes a second. Like, it really only takes a second to just click the thumbs up button. So, And that's really helpful. So, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like to call the show because uh, you have an opinion on some of the segments I did today, the number is 646 450 2012. I'd love to hear from my listeners. If you want to support the show, go to WeirdAFNews.com where you can buy Jonesy a cup of coffee or you can join the Patreon as well. That's a great way to support the show. All right, I appreciate all of you, and I'll see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Good luck with your life, man. Yeah, good luck with your life.